most beautiful bikini on this whole cruise. <laughs> Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Giving thanks. I'm so thankful Happy for thanks. my Reed Aww. fellas and Reed followers. Aww. Aww. Reed Fellowship. Love you. We are sipping Martinelli's up we here. We are popping bottles in the club. I wish I got the memo. I would I would have bought some. I would I would have been sipping right along with Botten. you, but I'm actually just drinking water. Oh. Oh. Holiday water. As everyone knows, uh, these yeah. are recorded before <laughs> previous, but Thanksgiving, uh, this is the Thanksgiving episode. But we've been, we can get into it. We've already started our Thanksgiving celebration. Oh, yeah. We've already eaten turkey. Turkey, cranberry, pumpkin Ooh. pie. I made a pumpkin pie, which is not my favorite, but I tried, um, first tried time it you out made for it. the first time. What? And I have enough for a second rest. You don't like pumpkin pie? I mean, it's 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 probably in the bottom the three fuck? pies. No, it's not. I told her that it would crack. <laughs> like, I don't think it's the best pie. Opinion. But <laughs> I think it is top ten pies, and Morgan said she I wouldn't even be top ten. I couldn't believe that he said top ten. First of all, every single fruit pie that you could possibly have is better than it. Coconut cream pie is not better than it. Yes, it is. I prefer chocolate pumpkin. pie. Okay, yeah, sure, but the chocolate pie I think comes in all variations of of mm. good. I don't really okay. like chocolate pie. I'm not a big chocolate lover. That's kind of weird. Chocolate can be very delicious, my friend. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. But in general, it's not like my my favorite. I'm a fruity bitch. Boston cream pie. Sure. Key lime pie. Key lime pie is for sure ahead of it. You got apple pie ahead of it. You got peach pie ahead of it. You got Cherry strawberry pie. rhubarb Blueberry ahead of it. Blueberry pie. Peach pie. Wait, I said peach pie. But I'm saying apple pumpkin pie, pie is top 10. Bottom half of the top 10 is all I'm saying. No, I disagree. I'm saying you couldn't name me 10 pies that I would say are better than a pumpkin. Y- you? Yeah. Okay. This is all opinion. All right. <laughs> okay. So we, um, another huge announcement, huge announcement. It's the thirst, thirstiest time of the year. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I saw that. <laughs> the Sprite oh, Cranberry commercial is Christ. back, y'all. I saw it on a YouTube advertisement. Yes. Very happy. Nice. I, I don't know if everybody is aware, yes. but last year uh, we came up short scouring all the stores for a, a Sprite Cranberry. Yeah. It's advertised to us heavily, but can't find it. Mm-hmm. It's just not it, available. So this year I'm very, very optimistic that we'll be able to find it. Very Would you optimistic. like a Sprite Cranberry? So, Have you looked? Not yet. I have not looked yet, but I was very excited when I saw the commercial. I haven't even told Morgan I've seen it yet. So now that I've said it out loud, now we can really start to be like, keep your eyes peeled. I will. For a Sprite. Yeah, because I was at Target fairly recently and I wasn't looking. Because I don't want to go to Sprite.com or whatever. Oh, I think we might. I think we might do that. No, because every time you get carbonated beverages delivered to your house, they're always flat. This is what I told you. Yeah. 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 After the I mean, I had the suspicion delivery. that would be the case, but then it confirmed it when you did it yeah. with your spindrifts. So, so we're I back to buying at Target in mass bulk. But yeah, would you like to buy cranberry? <laughs> My favorite commercial of all time. It's the thirst, thirsty is time of, of the, the year. year. Martinelli's. <laughs> mm. uh. That sounds fucking good. How are you doing, Jamal? 
I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Feeling great. I've been I've been rearranging my area, my my room, if you will, over this past week in the studio. Half of the room, I've sort of, my room is divided into studio and then little bedroom area. And I got a whole closet set up for the whole like seven months or whatever it's been that I've been here in in Oregon. For the most part, I mean, I it started out with a small amount of clothes, right? Whatever I took in a suitcase, and then recently we made a trip back to Bellingham and got the rest of my shit. And uh, and my clothes would just be fucking sprawled out on the floor, you know, mm-hmm. like on the hall, like the little hall to get to the bedroom area would just be riddled with with my clothing. And I'm like, this is not this is depressing, you know. And then now I got a whole fucking closet area. It's looking it's looking dope. I got my my full 88 key keyboard electric piano from Bellingham. That's hooked up in the studio now. It's 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 great. I'm loving loving the space. Nice. I feel, feel more energized. Yeah. Nice, cool room update. Yep. <laughs> we have a uh, we have a lot to get into. Okay. This is a uh, I, I don't, don't even know what it is, what it is. I mean, just do, when we do these podcasts, when we wait two weeks between, it's just the the ideas, the topics, it piles up. Sure. You know, the things that have been happening, they definitely pile up. Right. Um. So it's like, do I even bring it up? Do we bring it up that we decided to hire uh, house cleaners over the past couple of weeks? <laughs> yeah, we think we do. That was the first uh, experience we had with people coming over to so, clean our house. Let me preface this by like, I know it's a very bougie thing to be like, we have fucking of course. maids. It's perceived as being bougie, I think. But it's not mm-hmm. like super but outrageously everyone expensive. I know does this. Like all of my coworkers do this it's like the most underground fucking no one talks about it but everyone does it situation well yeah i mean in in the climate we're in you don't want to say you have you know minorities working beneath you you know it's it's, why we're keeping them employed well here's the thing (laughs) why would you assume they're minorities shouldn't be i mean are they (laughs) yes so okay that's what okay you're the one who assumed (laughs) you assumed before they came over no i was shocked Oh my God, shut the fuck up. You, you <laughs> bet me what they were going to be. <laughs> yeah, I didn't, tell you my, I didn't tell you what I was. Yes, you did. I just you asked said, you what you thought. What do you think, two Mexican ladies? I said, <laughs> I said, do you think they're going to be two Mexican ladies or do you think it'll be a Mexican guy and a Mexican girl? You said definitely two Mexican ladies. <laughs> and it was not. And it was a guy and a girl. <laughs> yeah. But, oh. Latinx, if you will. Um, anyway, I, this has been a goal. I mean, like a dream goal of mine to have this situation because I, it's really not that expensive and it's such a good use of your money. Like for the time, the piece. We'll we'll get into the time. Well, yeah, we will get into the, (laughs) so the first round we, we did schedule a deep clean because we wanted to start off with a clean slate. Do you have to do that though? No. Right. You don't? No. Oh, I just assumed the first time they come over, they always do that. No, I, I did it. Okay. Just for their own peace of mind. Yeah, like, well, because then you set up a regular schedule after that. And so they know it's not like they're coming in for the regular schedule cleaning, doing some fucking like dirty dirt. Dirty dirt. Dirt, dirt. So it's they like the first time they come mm-hmm. over, it's like, oh, they haven't had they us clean the there way. before. It might be a wreck. You know, from on a scale of like, oh, they don't need any help at all. What are we doing here to these people are hoarders and this is not what we do. Yeah. We've we've decided Mm -hmm. we fell somewhere in the in the six range, six to seven range of dirty. No, uh, 10 being pristine. 
Oh, it's a weird scale. <laughs> That's not what I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why? I think, well, I think when we talked about this before, you had the exact, it was the opposite. <laughs> oh, okay. You said we were like a three. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we, we're we not like super messy people and we don't have pets. We don't have kids. It's just yeah. us two in here. But we don't dust. But I don't like, we don't stack the dishes up and stuff. Right, like, I do yeah, the dishes yeah. constantly. Right. But we don't do like the, you know, we need someone to come scrub the toilets we don't dust our ceiling fans. I mean, I've scrubbed the toilets, but since we've decided we we're going to do this, yeah, I fucking have. Of lacked. course, we have scrubbed the toilets, boo. We have decided to, yeah, I don't know, like a couple weeks before it, like there was no cleaning except for like the dishes. <laughs> yeah, you guys. Then you guys got nervous. You're like, oh, I don't want them to see it all a wreck. <laughs> yeah, then we cleaned the whole yeah, house before they got. We, we did put shit. It's like away. flossing really heavily and brushing your teeth super good before you go to the <laughs> dentist. <laughs> yeah. That's the the hack joke, you know. You gotta, you gotta clean before the cleaning lady arrives. Yeah, yeah. No, I do the opposite. I like, Thanks. I fucking, I'll shave, I'll fucking manscape, let all the hair just go all over the fucking yep. bathroom floor. <laughs> they quoted us for this deep clean. It's gonna take about four hours. <laughs> they said that they kind of work around you, dude. Like, first of all, I will say that I have never been so pleased with the silent customer service that these people provided they didn't talk to us at all they like came in the house immediately just went upstairs didn't speak to us didn't bother us she needed like a a garbage bag she comes downstairs she's tiptoeing knows exactly where the garbage bags are 95 percent of people must keep them under their kitchen sink they must. Yeah. She doesn't ask this. She goes right yeah. under our kitchen sink, grabs a trash bag, yeah. keeps that. Like nice, literally nice. no interaction. I was elated. Pretty cool. We watched an entire, basically an entire series. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, so we're like, it's not like we're busy. We just don't. We'd rather watch TV. So. Yeah. We, we were in the house the whole time just sitting there <laughs> as they were in Shut our up. house. And it's like, it's a Saturday. And it's like, no, it's not like we had plans yeah no it's just we want you guys to do it right (laughs) you just didn't plan to clean your house (laughs) exactly who who wants to do that so we watched the entire trial four which we'll get into and they're there so they're cleaning and they're doing top to bottom we're in the living room which is the second floor and they're on the they do the fourth floor pretty quick they and then they're on the third floor for a long time like three hours three, at well least. three and a half hours i go it's been three and a half hours like, like what could they be doing yeah when we start like whispering <laughs> yeah. and we're like because we're starting to get hungry you know yeah it's like well it's you don't want to leave the room like we're on the same level as where the kitchen's at and we don't want to start preparing food in the kitchen that because it's now it's about three hours and they said it was gonna be four so i, I would imagine they're gonna <laughs> start cleaning the kitchen soon right you know? right it's just kind of on that line. Right. And I was thinking in my head, like, I can wait another hour. Yeah. But also in my head, I'm thinking, like, if it's taking them this long on the third floor, the living room is going to take the longest, I would of think. Because the kitchen is, I mean, mm-hmm. granted, there are there are two bathrooms on the second floor. And I think that's what takes the bulk of their time is just cleaning all the fucking bathroom shit, I guess. Yeah. And they made all the beds and they folded all the paper towel or um, toilet papers into fun little hotel <laughs> They did. Yeah, I didn't see that. I, I think they I used every single bathroom towels. first because. Uh, oh, you didn't want me to see. No, I just—that's <laughs> the way it happened. But yeah, every okay. single one of them was was, uh, you know, like a hotel. So finally, probably at like close to the four-hour mark, they finally are like, "We're gonna go downstairs to do the f- the first floor and then come back up to do the second because they don't they want to 
let yeah. us keep watching TV, I guess, if we want. But when they go downstairs to do that thing, we're like, we're just going to go upstairs and continue watching this show yeah. in the bedroom, which is another kind of weird thing. Like, now we're laying down in a bed, like, while they're still <laughs> in our house. And, like, I don't want them to, like, have to be like, hello. Eating grapes. Yeah. Fucking eating grapes. Mm-hmm. We so, were. You fucks. We were eating grapes. <laughs> <laughs> we did actually have grapes. That's fucking insane. How's that insane? What the fuck? That's some Sultan shit. We weren't making them feed us the grapes. <laughs> These are grapes. Yeah, but you're you weren't far off. It wasn't caviar. <laughs> They're fucking grapes. Anyways, so we go upstairs. We're watching shit, and now it's about four and a half hours. And Morgan is crying to me that she has to eat. She's super hungry. Yeah, I'm dying. And I'm like, fine. Like it's it's a weird time. Four and now it's like it's past the time. <laughs> and like okay, at like five hours after the episode that we're on is done. If it doesn't seem like they're close, I'll go and just grab us some five guys. <laughs> yeah, real quick. and you said you said no. You said despite mm-hmm. where they're at, I will get you food because I was, I mean, I was getting a little cranky over it. You guys are such bitches. I wasn't. I could have kept going. I, but, I can't do this not eating. Situation. But besides the besides the point, oh I feel God. like Jamal Jamal has a lot of the same sort of like ease that I do. But you gotta fucking squash those of of these like what you can or shouldn't do because the cleaning people are... No, it's like, the idea is that you live your life yes. exactly as you would normally. They're just there. Right. You shouldn't change your routine. Yeah. If you want to go eat food, you should go eat food. Like, they don't want you, as a company, to feel like they're imposing and, and changing what you would have done normally. Right, and it sounds like that's how they're conducting themselves, like fucking ninjas. Dude, yeah. for and sure. And I can say that because they weren't Asian. Absolutely, for Very sure. Very slow ninjas. But then when Jordan goes <laughs> to get the food, You're I really start... You're the fucking bout of dirty. <laughs> bout of dirty. <laughs> You're taking it so long. You're the one who fucking fucked the place up. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's really, it doesn't look terrible, but they're just, I guess, doing a lot of shit. Thorough. Anyway, but Jordan goes to yeah. get food, and then I'm like, I'm starting to think, like... They haven't eaten this whole time. I know. It's like, now do I fucking offer? Like, do I, Do you guys want anything? Or? And I'm like, I'm pretty sure it's illegal after six hours oh, to illegal. not allow. <laughs> <laughs> to, like, not allow them to take a break or, you know. And, I mean, it's getting allow. dark. Allow? It's get, getting dark outside. Here's the thing. If they were to be like, we're going to, it's time for a break right now. I'd be like, nah. <laughs> you finish up. Oh, <laughs> like, okay. Wow. Like, it's past the four-hour mark. Would, would you not. want them to stay there even later? Yeah. It's I getting would, late. I would not say, no, you may not take they a break. They don't want to take a break. They <laughs> want to get home, too. Okay, okay. That's yeah. how you'd phrase it. You'd be like, trust me, you don't want to take a break. You're trying to get home to your kids. Okay? So just fucking finish up. <laughs> yeah, No so, granola bars for you. <laughs> so I go to Five Guys. It's fucking busy there. It's dinner time. It's like 5.30 when I go there. And 5.30, yes, it was 5.30. Because the cleaners, they got there at um, noon. noon. So it's an hour and a half past. <laughs> long I said I was going to take. <laughs> and we're like, we're like whispering to each other, like, what do we do? And now I feel weird. Like, I have to walk through them yeah. to, go, to go to the garage to leave and then walk back through them with bags of fast food <laughs> going back up to the bedroom. Yeah. Where they just clean. And they're in the kitchen. Like, I don't want to go, like, grab some plates out of the kitchen. I just want to fucking, like, walk up real quick. We're just going to eat this shit messy. And also, it's like, they just clean the bedroom. Right. And when they're completely done, it says that they want us to do an inspection. But we're up, we're up here wrecking the room with fucking <laughs> cheeseburgers. <laughs> Taking a piss. Just salty fries yeah. and yeah, wrecking the bed already. <laughs> yeah, I go to Five Guys. I come back. I'm carrying, like, milkshake and... <laughs> The whole bag of grease. You know, the five guys that got those greasy as fuck bags. Oh, yeah. And it's, the, you know, bag. they give off a very powerful 
Sent. You eating burgers sent. Yeah. So that's yeah. what I'm carrying up into the clean house. Like at first mm-hmm. it smelled like Febreze and aerosol or whatever the fuck they use. Bleach. And now it's smelling like cheeseburgers. So I go upstairs. We eat. And now it's like six hours they've been here. And I'm like, they got to be wrapping up soon. And I don't want to be mid burger when they're like, we're done. <laughs> so I, I fucking wolf this thing. And of course, I forget at Five Guys if you just order a bacon cheeseburger, that means it's a double. Even though patty. I ordered yeah. a little cheeseburger, it's a big boy. Yeah, I just I always forget. I always forget about it. Okay. So I always just order like I want a bacon cheeseburger, forgetting that I'm getting a huge fucking burger. Right. I really need to get the little, but ordering a little is kind of demasculating. It is. So we finish. We wolf the food down. Morgan's eating on the floor. <laughs> And I throw all the trash into our bathroom trash can. <laughs> you didn't want to get caught. Yeah, we're like, I just like, I, I kind of think that they didn't see me when I came up with the food bag, even though they probably they had to have at least There's smelled no it. Way. Yeah, it's just funny. This whole thing situation is funny. How it's like I'm too fucking like there are people in our house. Yeah, you know, it's like, even though they were the most ninja people who've ever been in our house slow ninjas yes yeah slow ninjas so 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 finally at six and a half hours (laughs) they're like we're done excuse me excuse me like they're calling up to us we're done you can like check it out and stuff and i was like okay cool and like i already checked up here it's everything looks fine and now she's like walking next to me as a like it looks great like it's just it's clean it's clean as fuck cool yeah yeah and then uh they left and they left (laughs) so that's it (laughs) so then we'll come back on the 16th but yeah that's the whole story (laughs) (laughs) well so overall how do you feel oh i'm dig i dig it i mean here's the thing if it took this long every time i would not i would change companies (laughs) because it i mean it's it was our whole saturday i mean you can leave like a key in a lockbox for them like if you have to be out and they just let themselves in and clean your house. But what what are we going to do outside during quarantine times for six and right. a half hours, you know? Nothing. Nothing. Oh, yeah. So it's like, of course, we're just going to be hanging around the house. How often are they going to come? Every four weeks. But, but this the will next... be the, the, nice. the low, low clean. Yeah, it'll be the low clean, and it'll be on a weekday, so we can at, yeah. at least be like, pretend like, oh, we're working now. It's not like we're just watching TV. Bolden. Pretend. Yeah. I will be working, yes. Anyways. I'll throw it back to you, Jamal. What, do you, what else you got going on? <laughs> um, so I've been doing all my own cleaning. Um, <laughs> something happened about a week ago now where I was out in the living room and it was really fucking cold. You know, it's fucking November now. It's cold in the house and I look and all the windows are open. I'm like, what the fuck? And so I called the living room. JoJo and Danica are in the living room. I'm like, hey, is there like a reason why these windows are open? And Danica says, uh, what she say? She said, uh, she said, I was hot. Oh, COVID. And I was like, oh, okay. Um, and then JoJo says, Danica, you're wearing a, a sweater and long pants. <laughs> and she says, uh, yeah, because it's cold in here. <laughs> oh. Yeah. And she's like, she's like, you know what I mean? Like, I wanted it to be cold in heat. I wanted it to be cold in here so I could wear comfy clothes. Oh, I get and that. I thought that was. Uh, Really fucking selfish. <laughs> I mean, that's the way most people like to sleep, including you, Jamal, as you like to sleep underneath the covers yeah, in a of a cold room. <laughs> like you like to have Yellow that dress, cozy, cozy with the surrounding cool breeze. Of course. Air. 
<laughs> so I, I, I of totally course. get it. And of, I, of course I understand that. But we're like, you know, we're paying to heat the house and shit. And she just decides to oh, open, open all the, all fucking, the windows. Yeah, that's true. Just so she could put us open all the windows. It's freezing just so she can wear a sweater. It's. I don't think she took that into consideration, though. She wasn't like, fuck your heating bill and threw all the windows open. She, no, of course not. Yeah. I mean, it's teenager thinking or whatever. Yeah, of course. Yeah. I'm not paying to heat the outside, as parents say. <laughs> oh, I've never heard that. Oh. Abusive. So, <laughs> episode 107. Jamal sent me this clip uh, at precisely 36 minutes and 33 seconds of a sound that occurred on the episode. Uh, well, I'll just play it for the <laughs> listeners and then we'll discuss after. Here it is. That's the only right answer. Yeah. It's kind of a deal breaker. If, the bro- if that's oh, not like, your answer. Yeah. yeah. It, it's sort of the. the f- <laughs> <laughs> so Jamal was like, is that Morgan? <laughs> Well, I didn't think it was me. You know, being being me, I heard that, and I was like, that doesn't sound like me. What the fuck? And you were the prominent one talking, so I was like, is that fucking Morgan? What the fuck? Well, I was talking, but I think you were also talking at that exact, or Morgan was talking at that exact same time, yeah. so I think it is you, Jamal. I think it is Jamal. Like, listen listen okay. closely. I talk, but then Morgan chimes in. Listen. It's kind of a deal breaker, if, the bro- if that's oh, not like, your answer. Yeah, yeah. It, it's sort of the... <laughs> So you hear yeah, Morgan say yeah overlap. in the background. That's <laughs> right. definitely Jamal. <laughs> like, I don't know why you did that. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I almost think it's, I mean, I feel like it's not me. I'm going to do my best impression of it right now, and we'll, we'll get to the bottom of this. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I can't even, I don't even know how to do it. Okay. That sounded pretty pretty close. I mean, it's, it's closer than anyone else is going to get because it was you who made it. So that was when you were actually here in-house. Oh, that was in. That was an in-house. Yeah, that was an in-house because usually I would edit these more. Like when you were in-house, I didn't have to edit as more because I didn't have your separate audio to deal with. So with those episodes, I just yeah. threw them up, so I didn't like hear them back or anything. Right. It was definitely a surprise to me when I heard that. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, like mm. I was talking about, we were, we watched the show Trial Four. Yes. Which is it follows okay. Sean Ellis. Is that his name? Yep. Who was. Um, convicted of killing a police officer in... In the parking lot of Walgreens. In... Fuck. 1992. No, what state? Oh. I don't know. <laughs> fuck. What state was it in? It'll come the in. Commonwealth of... Why can't I fucking remember what state I don't know, because they did talk about it. Oh, it's very much... I mean, there's elections involved. <laughs> Anyways... He gets convicted of killing a cop that he clearly didn't commit. It's one of those. It's like, you know, there's many of those. Boston. Oh, right. Massachusetts. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so much about the Boston police. Right. And there's lots of people with Boston accents. Yeah. The car in the parking lot. I don't really, there's not much to talk about. To me, I, I, I enjoyed it, but it wasn't like. It wasn't anything like, it wasn't, didn't grit me with like, oh shit. It's like, oh, they're kind of capitalizing on this docuseries type thing and this is kind of similar to other 
stories. Yeah, of I mean, these are convicted. my favorite. Don't get me wrong. My favorite are the ones where it seems like the guy who was convicted is innocent. Yeah. But my favorite parts about these series are when they break down the case, when the case itself is like complicated and things keep unfolding, like right. evidence keeps coming out. But this was like there was just no evidence. Yeah, it was a very simple, straightforward thing that happened. Yeah. That like surrounding circumstances sort of pointed to him not being the one who did it. It wasn't as complicated of a case, but it was still an eight episode thing. So for that, I was kind of like, this is kind of milking it. But the craziest part about it is he goes to trial. It's a hung jury. Mm -hmm. So it's a mistrial. The prosecutors decide to try him again. Yeah, which is rare. It's rare that that happens like a second time. Because, okay, we had a jury. You assume it was a fair enough jury. They just couldn't decide. So, okay, as a prosecutor, you go... We you probably assume. can't get 12 jurors to convict this guy of guilty. But they said, no, we're going to give it another shot. We think <laughs> we can. So they try him again. <laughs> Hung jury again. Yeah. And they're like, we're going to go a third time on this kid. <laughs> yeah. Wow. <laughs> Which is like, never happens. No. Why would you ever? You're spending so much yeah. money yeah. as the state to do this. And they're like, because it was a cop killer. Yeah, he's a cop killer. And they, they feel like. It would be doing a disservice to the police force if they didn't get a conviction on this kid, which is so crazy. So crazy. We're just going to keep doing it till we get the result we want. Exactly. Not not for justice. <laughs> just for to no. fuck this kid. Yeah. Who is 19. Yeah, he's he's a kid. Yeah. Like he's, <laughs> Jesus. And like the reason for him killing the guy co- is so ridiculous. He's sleeping in the, in the in his car in the Walgreens parking lot. And they say that he they he sticks his hand through the window with a gun, shoots the cop in the face five times, and then steals his gun. To take he want- his service weapon he as wanted a trophy. To, yeah, he wanted to take his gun as a trophy, was their, their motive. Okay. He's like, I never did that. Like, <laughs> He's a serial killer? What the fuck? <laughs> it's so crazy. A trophy? He already has a gun, apparently. <laughs> so they try him a third time, and finally they get the guilty verdict on the third trial. And now he's been in prison forever, and the documentary is... Is like I don't know, 2018, 2015, like recent times. Yeah. They finally like got the courts to be like, it wasn't a fair trial back in fucking 1989 or whatever. Yeah. So we're gonna give this kid another shot, and they succeed. So there's gonna be like a, a fourth, fourth trial, trial on this guy. <laughs> trial four. Yeah. So that's where the the name comes from. Do you think it ever happens where like someone is like wrongfully accused of something? And they go to prison, and they're in there for a while, and then something like this happens where they're like, oh, we made a mistake, let's do it again. And they bring them, and they prove that they're innocent. But all the time they spend in prison turned them into a criminal. So they're being tried for this thing that they didn't do way back when, and they're freed, but now we've now released a dangerous person potentially. into the so. end of the uh... That happens all the time. Okay. What do you mean? That happens. People become... That's, that, that's where the name making a murderer comes from. Oh, yeah. Because he was... <laughs> he he was wrongfully imprisoned the first time. Right. And then he was set loose and then he got convicted of the murdering of the woman or the one he's in prison for now. Right, right. And so everyone th- assumed at that time, oh, he was innocent but his time in prison turned him into a bad person so when he left he went and killed him. Hmm. But now it's like, you know, making a murder I would out, think that's like, rare. He's innocent on both cases. I but. would think it's more rare than but there was a radio lab about how, like, the radio lab came out before making a murder. Yeah, no, and they I were talking about the radio like, lab. Like, how crazy it is that he was innocent of this original yeah. crime. Yeah. And then he left and then had this brutal, disgusting rape murder right. when he was released. Mm. 
So it's like it's like OJ Simpson. Like he didn't kill his wife, but then he goes and steals a bunch of fucking sports. Exactly, exactly the same. <laughs> Except for I guess it's not the same because he didn't go, he didn't to, go prison, to jail. But, but yeah, for the first one. <laughs> yeah. Well, the, that show, the night of that HBO show, that's exactly how it kind of ends. He's been in prison while they're going through the trial and all this stuff. You know? The night of. Yeah, with uh, the Indian kid and Detective Box. I have no idea what you're talking <laughs> it's about. It's an HBO show where he fucking gets convicted of killing this chick with scissors. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was a long time ago we watched that. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I'm saying that's sort of like the arc of it. Like, he was a completely nice, yeah, good kid. Right. Totally sweet. And then his time in prison, he gets addicted to crack and becomes a hardened criminal <laughs> by the time he's released. You gotta do some prison reform, man. Reform the the system, man. Do something. You can sit on your ass right now, or you can go to fucking law school and change it. Once you run for office, <laughs> like Jamal, Kim Kardashian. Yeah. Here's the thing: is after we watched that, though, I was like, I started thinking about it. I've been meaning to look up law school options just to see what what is even feasible. That's cool. I think I would be really good. Because I like that tedious shit, you know? <laughs> like, I think I would be really... I thought you were going to say, I like that TV shit. No, no, no. That <laughs> tedious shit. So, like, I don't... I'm not as um, intrigued by the the courtroom, uh, like, performance piece of it. Litigation. Yeah, yeah like, I don't want to be up there, like, t- doing the convincing, you know? Your honor, your honor. Yeah. But I feel like filing appeals... Filing motions, uh, looking at the fucking minuscule. These are this is the law in black and white. Here are like the other cases that you need to like. Hey, what rules were broken here, or like what other, you know, so versus so made this a thing that we. You'd be one of those defense attorneys who like all the real criminals would hire because you could find the loopholes in yes. the law. It's not It's not that they're <laughs> innocent and you could do a good job of right. fighting for them. No, it's that you can find I what's wrong with really the law. I feel like I'm really good at, at to get technicalities. Them off <laughs> <laughs> but no. Uh, You'd be a good corporate dirty, dirty. lawyer. I think it would be something I would be good at and I would hopefully use it for good, but you know. We'll you can fight happens. back. All those corrupt lawyers fighting yeah, for the big know. companies, you can do the opposite side. You can... Fuck them with their yeah, own. Yeah, I mean, those them. are those are jobs too, you know. Right, except for do that job. Whoever has the most money usually wins those. And I feel like whoever has the most money is usually working for the criminals. Large companies discharge a lot for your services. Crooks. No, but large <laughs> large companies can they have the resources to just right. waste red the tape, other person? Wait, yeah, red yeah. tape them. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, moving on. We promised that we would get into this. I'm not yeah. looking forward to it, but we can talk about it. And Morgan's Nukazan habit. Oh my gosh! No, we don't have to talk <laughs> about this. Well, we have to because we promised we would. Oh my gosh! I mean, there's so much to talk about to, she on wants this episode, to. but we can take Let's it aside. Hear about it. Okay, so <laughs> <laughs> you heard when Jamal was here, kind of the start of the problem, right? And mm-hmm. there was some argument arguing about it, and it was it was kind of following some certain telltale signs of uh, addiction qualities <laughs> I possess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, yeah, and so I actually spoke to someone about it. <laughs> <laughs> 
said, I'm, I'm like wasting hours and hours of my life doing this nukazon shit. When you could be going to law school or something. <laughs> right. And I'm All like, right. I, and I don't really understand why. And then I'm getting angry with my family for confronting me about it. <laughs> <laughs> Being me. Yeah. And then, uh, anyway, I mean, long roller coaster of emotions. I, I continue to nukazon. I nukazon less frequently. I have 407 re, uh, reviews on nukazon, which means I've done at least... 407 trades. Mind you, actually, this isn't a video game. (laughs) Nukazon is not in any way affiliated with Nintendo. (laughs) This is a user-created website (laughs) to facilitate trading in the game Animal Crossing. Yes, thank you for that um, summation. So you only Nukazon socially, is what you're saying. Oh, God, no. The the last (laughs) thing I want, the thing that will piss me off. No, 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 but but, but in the... in the manner of uh, like drinking socially. Oh, I only drink socially. You only nook us on socially. It's that kind of sen- sentiment is what you're saying. No. No. <laughs> no. Okay. This is a. She nook us on in the deep dark. Yeah. I'm in the middle of the night. Jordan's asleep. Like, <laughs> That's hiding, never happened. Hiding downstairs. You fall asleep way early. <laughs> but I'll get up early and do it. And then she waits for you to fall asleep. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll get up early and do it in the deep dark recesses of the night and um <laughs> the morning. Here's the thing is I've gotten into so I bought everything I could ever really want, right? And so now I just turn things mm-hmm. for profit. So I just stock right. certain high like high um value. Va- yeah, rarity. Rare items, hot and, commodities. Um, and continue to bid for them. And there's also an auction feature, which I've gotten heavily into. So I, I participate in a lot of auctions on on Nukazan. It's funny that you mentioned the social thing, though, Joel, because she is very anti-social. I do not want them to talk to me. I do not want to befriend <laughs> them. I do not want... It's like, I want you in, out, deal done. If someone comes to our island and starts, like, dilly-dallying... And just, ah, I want to pick up a flower. I want to do this. She's like, get the fuck off my island. I'm giving you fucking two giving stars on the, on the website. I do have a, a, a perfect rating. However. She's not having fun when she's doing this. I'm not. It's all business. <laughs> it's all business. It feels like work. Just cut it out of your life. <laughs> feels like work. Well, here's the thing. They just came out with an update two days ago where your inventory is expanded to double. <laughs> It's not double. Or close to double. Oh, so so the update is will now make it fun for you? No, that's true. <laughs> okay, then cut it out of your life. <laughs> I know. What purpose is it serving? This is the problem with addictions, Jamal. The original purpose of Animal Crossing was so that she could play a different <laughs> game other than Bejeweled while she's listening to the podcast. Yes. But now she's not podcasting <laughs> while she's Nukazani. It's too involved. Yeah, it's too <laughs> So it's, it's gotten way out of hand. <laughs> it's taken over. But you know, I'm three days clean. And wow! No, you're hey. not yeah. of Nukazan, yeah. Yeah. But you had to check the the fucking game yesterday to get a KK slider song or whatever. Yeah, but that's because you were already on the switch, and I was like, hey, let me just pop up. Maybe three days clean because it's the weekend and you're hanging out with me. But mm. during the work day, Oof, try going a whole work rough. day without popping on Nukazan. 
Don't tell people that. Popping on the kazan. Popping on. It's because I have it as an open tab on one of my monitors. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's okay. That's that fucking seed, infectious seed right. that spreads. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that's all that's going on. I'm working through it. I'm going to. Well, I've been playing Hyrule Warriors, the new fucking Zelda game. It's not yeah. a Zelda yeah. game, it's a Hyrule Warriors game. It's definitely not a Zelda game, but it has a, a Breath of the Wild skin. Yeah. So. Sword. How is it? Bow and arrow. It's not my Remote kind of game. I've bomb. Been it's it's not a terrible game, but it's definitely not a game a kind of game I'm into. I'm only playing it because it is part of the lore of Zelda. Like this, like right. the other Hyrule Warriors games are not canon. They're just they just use Zelda characters. They're not canon, but this one is Ganon. Exactly. Exactly, Jamal. Gotcha. This one, <laughs> this one is actually apparently like official storyline shit. So it's like, okay, I'll play it. But reason why I bring it up is it's on the Switch, so I get to fucking snipe Morgan's ability to Animal Cross mm-hmm. while I play. Nice. You're so you're you're a hero. Exactly. That's the reason why I got. It. I was like, I didn't really want to play the this game, but I do want to prevent her. Morgan from playing Animal Crossing. So. The hero of time, time management. <laughs> Speaking of Morgan, this is a big Morgan episode. <laughs> uh, Morgan has been oh my um, God. having very interesting sleep. Oh my gosh. I've been having crazy, oh. crazy active sleep. Crazy. Insane dreams for three nights in a row. We're going to have to put you in a fucking sleeping bag with oven mitts on and shit so you don't murder Jordan. Yeah, she's definitely moving. I mean, she's not like sleepwalking or anything. She's like adjusting her pillow. But when <laughs> she's doing this sort of stuff, readjusting, she is speaking. People talk in their sleep, right? Some people will talk. They'll be like, oh, apples. They'll do stuff like that. Mm-hmm. She is speaking full volume, full sentences <laughs> as if she is wide awake. Oh. Like possessed. What the fuck, dude? Like to a, where I thought she was awake. And then it's like, oh, no, she's not conscious. Here's some excerpts because I wrote them down. <laughs> I didn't write everything down. She's oh, you didn't record them? No, because they happen too infrequently. It's like every fifteen minutes or so, she'll, it <laughs> okay. happens too fast. But here's some of the ones I just wrote down because I knew I wouldn't be able to capture the record. Sweet. She said, "Those are interesting Valentine's Day presents." Full clarity. <laughs> Full volume. <laughs> Full volume. No stuttering. <laughs> no slurry. <laughs> Full volume. Then she goes. Jesus. Then she goes, it must be some sort of gymnastics, seeing a girl do flips. (laughs) 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 And like, just to to solidify that I can't catch this in a recording because it'll be completely silent for a while. And then she'll say something like, no, that's nice of you. (laughs) It's too quick. (laughs) Yeah. And then she goes, definitely done. I just... Don't want to ruin your birthday call. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad that you wrote what those the down. Fuck, man. So yeah, I mean, I. Do you went... remember any of these dreams, Morgan? I mean, <laughs> I'd like to know the thread. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that connects them. So I know I had a lots drinking... of holidays happening. I had yeah. a drinking dream that night, which doesn't sound like it's related to any of those. That's the only thing I remember. And I remember waking up, like, feeling like I had had a well, lot of Well, this was two nights ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I had two in a row. Oh. Because <laughs> last night was definitely more apropos of, of drinking nightmares because you were <laughs> yes. shivering and 
and moan like you're like ah, <laughs> doing that and i was like what the fuck i had to like wake her up like okay yeah. now you're not having fun you're not messing with someone's birthday <laughs> right. call you're actually like having a nightmare over here yeah yeah but like yeah last night 3 a.m 3 a.m she just goes holy <laughs> wakes what me up f- i get waking up to a holy she says, holy <laughs> fucking god is real over here wow <laughs> and then it's like i fall I, I eventually after chuckling get to drift back asleep 5 30 a.m she goes shut the fuck up <laughs> i'm like i'm trying <laughs> i'm trying to get some sleep over here. 8 10 rolls around right before alarms go off you know and that's what she starts the whole. Mm, yep. ah. <laughs> <laughs> like, Jesus, Yoko Ono. Oh my gosh! But yeah, and I did wake up super shaken, and there were dreams. See, in that dream, I was there was a pregnancy happening, and there was I was in a bi-religious, biracial sort of marriage situation, and COVID okay. was going on. And uh-huh. there was some sort of holy ceremony. Where, holy. <laughs> and, uh, I'm not interested in your dreams. Oh, okay. Okay. And only one side of the religious. <laughs> I you know. I, we know I don't care about these God. dreams. God, I'm when they, when they snap into reality, I'm interested. You, so you are religious or your black husband is religious? Yeah. No, not yeah. Her black husband is both Hindu and Jewish. <laughs> Okay. Then today she's taking a nap on the couch <laughs> and she goes, she's still happening. Even in naps, this is still, it's a continuous mm. thing. It's a new thing she's doing. She goes, I don't remember. This is what I wrote down because it's how I interpret it. It wasn't as clear because I've never heard these words put together before. She goes, masked mug, uh-huh. orange light. That's too old. <laughs> Factual. That's too old. <laughs> oh, oh, again. So I'm what I said is mushlog, orange light. So mushlog. So she woke herself up by saying this out loud. <laughs> and then I said, I just wrote down what you just said. What do you think you just said? Yeah. And she was still half in, half out of the sleep phase, you know? Yeah. And she goes, yeah. and she tells me exactly what she just said. <laughs> and what, what did you say? Mushlog, orange light. That's of course. too old. Of course. Mushlog <laughs> is, is a DIY in Animal Crossing. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, okay. It's all coming together. <laughs> Mushlog, orange light. That's too old. But I was giving a happy birthday shout out to Ryan. <laughs> okay. Your dream? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hence the nice birthday presents. Yeah. So that's what's been going on with me. Wow. I think it's connected it's connected to the Nukazon addiction, I think. Oh, cuz I'm withdrawing? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And timing is too it's too coincidental. All right. Let's see what Megan's wondering. Hey, Reed fellas. I go to the chiropractor once a month, and if not more, when I'm all jacked up, right? It's lovely. My insurance covers it. Why not? Get a massage, get cracked. Uh, I was wondering, I hope that any one of you, or maybe all of you, have had a massage at some point in time in your life, because the other time when I went, I was like, man... It is kind of so fucking awkward, this whole routine, right? Like, hi, welcome, talk, and then they leave, okay, face down on the bed, and then it's like, how do I climb up on this giant table, naked, and then I gotta shove my face in this donut, and then 
and then they knock on the door and then what it's like uh like what do I say come on in or like hi or like you know it's me I don't know I'm always just like good because I don't know what else to say uh and then there's the awkwardness of like all right you get massaged are they gonna chit chat with you I don't really want to chit chat are they you know wanting me to chit chat I'm not gonna start the conversation I just want to lay there in silence and have a massage right and then you have the next awkward stage of like they leave it's done and then they leave and then you gotta crawl off this giant table like fuck this long but you're half asleep i don't know there's so much involved that's just like i love a massage but there's so many awkward moments and i was wondering if you've ever had a weird awkward moment with massage also this is very kind of mean but the lady who i see sometimes is very 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 round and sometimes (laughs) when she's like leaning to you know rub my back her flub is on my hand and it's just like oh my god oh my god don't move don't move your hand Megan and I never do but it's just kind of awkward and uncomfortable but you know it's massage so it's also great (laughs) anyways yeah massage what do you think never grabs her by the flub that's that's polite (laughs) (laughs) um I think we all agree that this is my a question for me no I mean I have a story oh go ahead cool no you go ahead okay so I I believe, I've come to believe that a massage is a medical necessity. And I strive to get one at least four times a year. And I started doing this when I started going to Antarctica and going on those crazy flights and then coming back. Now, very, very important to go to a massage place that you very much love and enjoy. I do have a bad massage story. Don't go to the great clips of massage. Yes. Massage Envy would be right. the great clips of massage. The McDonald's of massage, if you... Well, no, I love McDonald's. The fucking <laughs> Wendy's of massage or whatever. <laughs> yeah. So I don't feel any awkwardness because I'm very comfortable at this place. I've also found that with frequency, I, I just feel less awkward. Um, I always say come in when they do the knock on the door, but usually they're like, you know, ready or if I think they you're say supposed ready, to say, I think you're say, supposed yep. to say tits hidden. <laughs> <laughs> tits hidden. You go tits hidden if they knock. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I also don't like a chit chat. Um, I've only had one person, like usually I think they, uh, default to, to no chit chat. I've had one where I was like, this is more chit chat than I'd like. But usually, you know, unless unless you seem talkative, again, this is all like why I go to the same place that I love and trust every time. I don't have any round people there, so I don't know about the fat the fat situation, the flub. But mm. my bad massage situation is I went to Massage Envy, which is like kind of like the Planet Fitness, I guess. Of yeah, the massage. discount. Yeah. yeah, of massages and. Th- First of all, they try and set the whole business is to try and sell you on like a subscription membership. So you get like a certain mm-hmm. number of massages a month or a year or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then you pay like monthly. So it's a heavily pushed sales pitch. And then I go back for a massage. And I'm Pretty like, no. relaxing to get right. sold to. Like exactly. That. Yeah. There's no like, okay, and here's your robe and like go in our peace room with the tea and the, you know, 
candles and the you know humidity right like it's like sit in your fucking doctor's waiting room chair and then we'll call you back or whatever and then um i get taken back there my massage therapist is an 18 year old 150 pound red afroed boy (laughs) and i can just feel his discomfort and anxiousness. I think that's just raw sexual energy. <laughs> and it was the most uncomfortable 80 minutes of my life. Like it was it was horrible. And the walls are very thin. You can hear the people in the cubes next to you, you know, because it's just mass Moaning. production of, of fucking <laughs> massages. <laughs> And this uh. guy is like so, ugh, like he's just not doing a great job. And, and you know, you get like your hands mas- massaged and stuff. And I was just like, I really don't want him to be holding my hand like this <laughs> right now. And uh, what? You get your hands massaged as part of it. They massage your head. Oh, and your oh, scalp oh. I thought and... he was massaging your back with one hand and just like holding it. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. no. <laughs> no. Very intimate. Anyway, so yes. I will never go back to Massage Envy. I go to uh, the Woodhouse Day Spa. Actually, Megan, you've been there. It's where we got our toes done before my wedding. Um, and they are the shit. And I love my massages there, even though during COVID, they don't give me a heating pad, which is a deal breaker. Yeah, heating pad spreads COVID. Mm, deal breaker. You don't want people to feel mm. like they're hot, I guess. I don't know. That's weird. <laughs> It is weird. I've never had a massage, so I don't have a story. Jamal, go. Well, I've never had like a massage, but to the point of uh, being going to the chiropractor. Okay, first oh, yeah, of same all, same thing. Apparently, sorry to break it to you. Not the same thing. Not the same thing. Chiropractor might might do some massage, but the the, the act of chi- chiropractic is that how you say it? Mm-hmm. Uh, chiropractic is chiropractic is that is different. There's a lot of cracking involved, clackety clank, you know, which is I think has been you know. De- de- debunked, you know, scientifically as far as it's not actually a useful thing. It They're makes not, you feel good for not. like a solid three days. Yeah, well, it's similar to a massage, which, whereas you know, stretching is good for you. Yeah, but it's not like you're, nothing is being cured. You're just being worked right. out. You know, right, right. So there's a lot of that. I remember. So we were in a. I was in the car with uh, younger brother Miguel. And and the parents. This is when I was in high school. I think I was a freshman, and and uh, we were on the car. We were going to, to uh, Alieska for like a Fourth of July weekend, whatever. And we get in this car accident, hit from behind, and so it was like, what the fuck? The car was all fucked up, you know, in the back. We got and uh, f- anyways, like a month later, Dad decides that Miguel and I should see a chiropractor just in case to make sure mm. that we're all we're all good, you know. So we go to the chiropractor, and. Uh, my turn we're we're all in the room you know we're all (laughs) chilling in the room and is a large man and he was like all right get on the table and as soon as i lay down (laughs) i'm wearing skinny jeans right and so like my most of my ass is hanging out not my ass but my boxer my boxer ass you know is hanging out and he immediately makes like this comment to dad like oh these kids like oh my god (laughs) these kids in the boxers and i can tell i can feel dad's embarrassment at it you know and and it was weird (laughs) he's about to put his hands on you yeah yeah i can see your ass looking back on it now of course he felt weird about it like uh (laughs) don't touch my son (laughs) yeah yeah my son (laughs) 
<laughs> so, you know, I get it done. And afterwards I felt like sore. I was like, this was not, <laughs> this wasn't good. If I felt fine before it. And then I felt like I had been in a car accident after <laughs> he was done. <laughs> and, uh, and then it was like, I think like, it may have been that day. It might've been a few days later. I don't know. But I remember dad coming down. Sorry, dad, this isn't putting you on blast here. But he, uh, he came down to the room, my room, and he was like, he made some comment about that I sagged my pants. Like, it looks really like, un- oh. I don't know, he didn't say unprofessional, but it was, he, he gave me a talking to about my pants. He's oh, been yeah. ruminating on it for a couple days. Yeah, you really embarrassed him there. I did. I did. I brought shame upon, upon the family, the family pants. Yeah, I went to a chiropractor once. Um, because someone gave me like a gift card for a free, um, assessment and a free massage. And so I went for the free massage thinking the assessment would be like, yeah, you know, if you sign up for this, we can do X, Y, and Z. And I would just be like, great, not, not going to do that or whatever. (laughs) Well, part of the assessment Mm -hmm. is a fucking adjustment and I'm terrified of people cracking. I've never been like the person who's like, crack my back for me, homie, or whatever, you know? Like <laughs> I've definitely done that like with James and stuff. Dude, I've never had anyone do that to yeah. me. Like I just don't like it. I Mom don't... and dad used to do that to me all the time. Oh Not my god. All the time, but you and know, so whenever I'd ask for it. I, I tell him, I go, I'm really scared to do this. And he's like, Okay, like it'll be fine. He fucking yanks my hips out. That feels super good. Like he's like, cause he was like, your hips are <laughs> fucked or whatever. And he yanks those suckers Your hips out. are about to be fucked. Yeah. Yank your hips. <laughs> and that feels good. And then he does the back thing. And he's like, okay, just like take a deep breath out or whatever. And then he does the cracking. And I'm like, okay, like I'm fine. Then we get to the neck. And I, I screamed out loud because it sounds so loud in your ears, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it was fine. Mm-hmm. And I felt like I could stand mm-hmm. taller for like, th- like walk straighter and stand taller for like a few days. But it was a good massage. The free massage that came with the gift card. It was great. I mean, that's the whole thing about these things. It's like, like yeah. if you want to like to really like fix your back and your posture and your shit, you have to like do proper exercises. You have to... You know, not sit at a computer all day long. Do all the little things that add up. And keep doing them. Going to the chiropractor is not going to fucking heal you. I mean, I think they do give you some, like, because he told me because my forward neck posture is going to fuck me hard. Uh And I'll look like my grandma when I'm older. I don't like the way this chiropractor is talking to you. (laughs) I'm going to yank your hips and it's going to fuck you hard. And so I think it's like they give you homework. Yeah, but that's the thing. Like even with like therapy, yeah, it's like the session that therapy is not what's going to heal you. It's the homework. Yes. It's the outside work that you yeah. got to do. That's really gonna exactly do the yeah. work. Jordan knows all about that. Right. Yeah. Well, not about this in particular thing. I mean, I kind of do, but kind of don't. <laughs> I just mean it as a general rule. You've seen Goodwill Hunting. What does that have to do with anything? Therapy. That's your therapy experience. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. But if you put the <laughs> Jerry. <laughs> yeah. Tits. We uh, Podcast pick is going to be a pair of fountain tits. Fountain tits. Um, from yeah. our honeymoon. Which last, <laughs> which last week we didn't even talk about where I – well, I guess, yeah, we didn't bring up what the podcast pick was going to be, so I just threw up fountain tits. But if you go check now, it should be uh, – Jamal, is that you, Jamal? Yeah, wearing the yellow costume. 
which is more apt for the for the previous episode's title, Mustard Situation. So that will be the podcast pick. So if you want to see a new podcast pick for that. Okay, so we got an email this week. It's from Jamal's friend, uh, Trey, which is, yeah. he's very verbose, Jamal. You got a very verbose friend here. Okay. Morgan sent it to me. Usually Morgan would be doing this, but she sent it to me because it involved an audio clip, and I'm the, I'm the guy who's jacked into my phone for audio. But turns out I'm not going to play the audio because it's fucking oh. four. It's like almost five minutes long. We just had a long audio clip. Oh, wow. Thank you, Megan. <laughs> so it's like, it's just too, too, too long. Edit if you guys want to send in like your own audio clips. Keep it under <laughs> a minute, you know. Get to the point. That would be preferred. Um, but I listened to it, so I can just sort of summarize what he was getting at. Um, he was basically asking, "Why is it, as human beings, do we remember the valleys of our emotions, bad situations that happen to us, tragedies? Why do those hit us harder than the good things that happen to us?" Why do we always mm-hmm. remember bad things more than because we're trying compliments to and live. stuff? And so then he goes and he answers his own question. He talks oh. about, is it evolutionary? Like, because to, yeah. sur- to survive it. <laughs> he basically goes on for another three minutes answering his own question. It comes right around. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but he's, he wants to get our take on it. But I mean, that's pretty, yeah. that's mm-hmm. my take on it. I mean, right. I mean, you're trying to, yeah. th- they stick harder in your memory because you want to avoid bad situations. Right. It's a much bigger deal to pain. die from bad things than it is <laughs> yeah. to be happy from good things. <laughs> right. You know? Yeah. It's just a evolutionary thing. So there's that. Uh, then he has other other things in here. He says, I hate conspiracy theorists, but here's a cool YouTube video about one that I think is pretty cool. And I clicked the YouTube link, and it's like a 17-minute video of a guy talking about some lost civilization and how it's probably this oh, lost civilization. I'm not interested. So here's the thing about these things. I don't give a fuck about these Atlantis <laughs> things i don't you care don't? i think that's i don't care cool. there's lots of interesting things in the world this is one thing that i, I don't knock you if you like it i but like atlantis sure but i it's just i i don't give a fuck about this shit <laughs> these ancient cities that people are you arguing don't? that people are arguing like if they say they uncover one yeah archaeologists or whatever and they find oh but like the a theory city. that it might the be theor- a yeah, yeah i don't care either. these theories are it's like oh the fucking the pyramids and their coordinates show us that aliens were here right. like God, i don't care right like it- i'll believe you if you stop talking like i don't care like sure man like yeah what the fuck i don't it does it's not I, in my I wheelhouse think the of interest covering of lost cities are dope though Sure, yeah. Finding lost, like Pompeii and stuff like that. That's cool. That's actual concrete. I'm visiting Evidence it. of things is cool. It's, sure. But when it's like <laughs> people are theorizing about like, we right. see this circle on the ground. We think it might be remnants from the lost city of Zula. <laughs> I just, I don't care. <laughs> like, please. Uh. Anyway, so that's what that video is. Um, <laughs> then... <laughs> <laughs> what do you think, Joel? What do you think about lost cities? Yeah, I don't give a fuck. I'm glad that we like beg people to email us and then never fucking entertain their shit. Email us at readfellas <laughs> at gmail.com. <laughs> Topic, stories, whatever you want. Right. As long as it's not about Atlantis. We will give you our honest take. That's true. It is all about honesty. I'm going to reread lying. It's a powerful book. I'm about per, to read that. Per recommendation. Have you read it before, Jamal? 
No, never read oh, it. Oh, you oh, got to read it. Yeah. Super Excellent. short book. Yeah, I'm about to read. I want to I, I wanted I you know, I've been reading and I wanted to pair it with like oh, I'm going to I'm going to sit down cuz it's short. I'm going to pair it. I've never read Free Will either, so I'm just going to knock oh, those hell two yeah. back. Yeah, back. I highly recommend Lying. Lying yeah. is such a great book. It's super quick and I mean it's just You can't not life agree changing. with it. Yeah, it's like one of those things it's like this is fucking This is great advice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> It's all about Sam Harris lying. It's all about fucking how even white lies yeah. are fucking tearing at the fabric of society. Like yeah. you'll be much happier if you just are honest right. all the time. And you'll be known as the person who gives, who is honest. Yeah. Like who people yeah. come to when they want honesty. Like it's hard. It's that initial reaction that you want to like protect other people's feelings. But all that does is start to breed them not going to you for actual advice because you can tell when someone's being fucking for real mm. with you. Right. Say you criticize someone's like art or something. They don't have to like agree with you. Yeah. But if you want someone to be honest with you. Yeah. Or like, like he talks about like people coming. He works with people who, who are writers. Right. And they want, will you read my work? Like I want to get this published. Mm -hmm. It's like you want right. honest feedback. You don't have to take it, but like it's literally you're being a bad friend if you have feedback that could potentially help them. And you're holding back to yeah. save their feelings. Right. Yeah. That's hurting them. Yeah. 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 And you also have just better friendships because all the friendships where if honesty is going to destroy this friendship because you can't take someone being honest with you, you don't necessarily need to orbit each other anymore. Yeah. Exactly. And he goes into like all the little things like kids and Santa Claus and all this stuff. Very interesting book. I think you should, uh, everyone should read it. It's super quick. It's like 100 pages. Yeah. And it's tiny. It's an <laughs> yeah, essay. I might, I might read that next. It's an essay that he turned into a book. He like expanded upon it and made it a book. It's tiny. Super tiny. Okay, last part of the email. Here we go. I might be alone in wanting this. But I'd love to hear a first-person retelling of a big high school or general life experience that made an impact on Bob Globerst. Let's get to know this guy. Let's flesh out his character. Oh, I don't didn't remember seeing that wow. on the email. So I'm, I'm not 100% sure. Is he talking about the actual character? Like, I believe let's, so. Like Bob Globerst, like as an yeah. actual like character. That's my understanding. And yeah, he wants to he wants to create the lore. Not him, but he wants lore to be created. Right. And he wants to know about the high school experience of, of him. See, I sort of th think of Bob as more of a demigod sort of thing. <laughs> He's outside of the realm of your regular day-to-day -day shopping at Walmart. Okay? Right. <laughs> He's right. more of like a, per a superhero persona, you know? Right. Is he you, really? I mean, he's you. Sure, yeah. But his backstory is not... I went to high school... Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't have like, like I got bit by a spider. Or, like yeah. he doesn't have that shit. His backstory is your backstory. No, but it's not though. I'm not, I don't actually turn into a fucking demigod in real life. So he's not actually, it's not one to one. He is a, a character that you can write fictional right. stories about, but he doesn't have his origins in a human becoming Bob Globers. Gotcha. Okay. He's his own fucking burst from the sun glowing nutting yes smiling <laughs> raw energy <laughs> yes he doesn't give a fuck what you call anything he only cares that they call him bob, bob Glovers. Glovers. wow they call That's him powerful. bob Glovers. but if he did go to high school <laughs> he would fuck all the hottest teachers <laughs> nice so thanks for the email. I appreciate that you know you take you you're shooting a lot of uh, 
topics at us. Um, a lot of shit I don't really care about, but again, like I don't want to like deter anybody from. Keep trying. Yeah, keep trying. I fucking I appreciate it. We uh, try yeah. all the time. If you're gonna do it, Jordan. but seriously, if you're gonna, <laughs> yes. if you're gonna send an audio clip, keep it under a minute, and then I'm down to like even play YouTube videos on the show if like the audio's short or whatever, or if it's like a clip, like I, we want your take on this or. Um, it just so happens that I, just, I don't give a fuck about that lost city <laughs> shit. <laughs> I don't care. It just so happens. <laughs> we also saw, we rewatched the movie Smashed. Yeah, we did. Great movie. Uh, nice. Super good. Such a great movie. It's such an Highly emotional uh, roller coaster. It's short. It's it's sweet. It's, it's simple. It's, it's a nice little package. It's very well acted and um, powerful. Yes. I highly recommend Smashed. Yeah. Then we watched The know. Crown Season oh, 4. Yes, the Crown Season 4. Princess Diana makes her grand entrance onto the we stage. We get introduced to Princess Diana. <laughs> mm. Let me tell you guys, if you're not watching The Crown, get up on it. I know. So I tried to bring this up to my coworkers during our happy hour on Thursday, you know? And then I was like, yeah, we're finishing up Season 4 of The Crown. like, And they literally, like, without hesitation, dissed the fact that I was watching The Crown uh-huh. and then completely went on Moved to a different on. subject. And yeah. I was like, you're wrong. It's one of those shows where you might look at the artwork. You might think, like, just read the subject matter of it. It's the fucking life of Queen Elizabeth II. Yeah. And it's just like, yeah, it sounds fucking boring as fuck, whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, this fucking show is like a fucking super well done movie. <laughs> yeah. Long. And they <laughs> like, are not painting these all living people. In like the this this pristine light of yeah, like all the good things they did, all. and mm. yeah, all these people are still alive. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that they're fucking shitting yeah. on most of the time. Well, not right. all of them. Not all of them. Not Princess Except Di. Except for Princess Diana. She's, she's the only she one. Be dead. That's funny. The youngest one. Uh, yeah. Yeah. The fucking what's his name? Prince Queen Elizabeth's Sad. husband. I can never. Is fucking ninety six years old With right COVID, now. With COVID, crashing cars. Yeah, just driving the around the parking lot, <laughs> crashing cars, catching cove. But this show, man, I mean, so it's like every season is like eleven years chunks of her life, and so we're just got. And every two seasons, they replace the actors with older actors to represent the characters. So the first season, Claire Foy played Queen Elizabeth, and then the second season too, and then. Three and four, she's played by Olivia Coleman, and she's always fucking great. great. She's super good. Margaret Thatcher. Margaret Thatcher <laughs> is introduced in season four, played by Gillian, I can't remember her last name, Scully from the X-Files. <laughs> and she is an over-the-top it's performance. So in- she is, uh, she's going to stroke out every time she talks. Her face is like pulled back so tight. She's like, I just wanted <laughs> to tell you. It's like a caricature times nine. It's the only time where I've been pulled out of the show and been like, what the mm. fuck? It's one of those things, like, I'm not super familiar with Margaret Thatcher, so I assume she's doing a good job. And then we watched one video of her talking. I'm like, this, she is, like, so over the top doing an impersonation of this woman. It's so crazy. Yeah, I mean, the level with which she's, like, pushing the air yeah she's her. not talking with her lungs yeah. or she like has no air to talk she's with. jerry pushing yeah. it's fucking crazy it's like the loudest whispering <laughs> so 
this show, I'm telling you, Jamal, I assume you haven't watched any of it. I haven't seen it. It's so good, man. It's funny because like you would think like on paper, it seems boring. I'm not interested in this subject yeah. matter, but because it's so well acted yeah. and, and it's so well it's executed. It's just a good drama. And it's just a super well made show, show good representation of like the history that happens like it hits key points so you feel like you're getting all of this knowledge of fucking the uk that you just don't like i didn't personally have yeah, right like knowing another country yeah. so intimately because she is fucking part of it for a hundred years for all these major events <laughs> yeah. that happen and they go through all of it and it's just like all these key things that are, but it's not like boring history it takes you through it through the story but you would think it, it would almost be like episodic in that way where it's like oh we're tackling this issue no. this but it, so it's it kind of does but it doesn't feel that way it definitely feels like because it is time even, moving forward but they even like focus on different characters you know there's like yeah it jumps around yeah like fucking womp womp charles prince charles <laughs> womp, womp. who is who is the heir to the throne currently and he is fucking like 74 right now yeah. like he's not gonna have a long run no and he's in this show fucking womp womping around crying all the time about how he's gonna be king and stuff and it's like homie you have no idea this is never gonna happen for you yeah he's gonna die before queen elizabeth it's it's so crazy <laughs> I mean, yeah, just the fucking age on these people. I know. It's incredible. Fucking so much about Princess Diana I didn't know. Oh, yeah. It goes way deep into her. And she's not dead yet in the show. I mean, she doesn't die till She's probably going to die next season or the season after. But Yeah. Well, there's only two more seasons. So. But they did an interesting thing in The Crown. What? Um, you know how they give, like, uh, warnings be before shows and stuff oh, sometimes? Oh, fuck. Sometimes the show will be a little too violent or they'll depict, like, a rape scene or something and you'll see a warning before the yeah. show yeah this gave warnings before like four or five of the episodes portraying like they, they, there's we, hard, an eating disorder there's hardcore depictions of eating disorders in this episode okay <laughs> and because we fucking like, princess diane is bulimic and yeah. she's just fucking vomiting in a toilet it's not like super no. hardcore aggressive and it's not even it. like super emotional yet i feel like that's coming but, like, it's not even, like... Like, there's yelling between her and Tr Prince Charles and stuff. Like, they had a terrible marriage. So. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, as far as her tragically dealing with this bulimia situation. Right, right now she's just binging on yeah, food and then yeah. throwing it up in the toilet. That's right. it. Yeah. It's like, what? I don't know. I just don't understand... The warning is what is confusing. Yeah. Of course, yeah. Mm -hmm. No, the show is fine. Yeah. The warning. Don't I don't understand what is deemed... Trigger needing worthy. a warning yeah. these days it's like, like not the not the alcohol abuse yeah like the her sister like she's yeah. an alcoholic or, or whatever or she's she has coughing up blood and shit yeah and then they they bomb a boat yeah with bo a children boat, on a boat it. explodes there's no warning for that yeah it's like <laughs> what the hell yeah no you don't have to warn people about violence or but princess drugs. diana is gonna make herself puke Make herself puke, right? Like, this is like, <laughs> yeah, it's not, I mean. And there's like a hotline that you can call. <laughs> if you well, you know, people are very, you know, she's, people are impressionable to, you know, powerful people. Mm. You don't want a bunch of bulimic people popping up because the queen's doing it. Right, yeah. but, well, she's not the queen, but like, it's a. Uh, I mean, here's the thing. It's not shown in like 
oh, she's super fucking happy, and this is why she's happy. Right. She's throwing up in the toilet <laughs> yeah. to make herself look good. Because she's miserable. It's definitely not something yeah. you want to aspire to. You remember Thinspiration? Probably not, because you were not a young girl. Tell me about it. So, um, Thinspiration is like when the internet came out, you could look up Thinspiration, and it would have quotes <laughs> from anorexic girls about like, what are the uh, four or five things you could look up when the internet came out? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and there's like nothing tastes as good as skinny feels and it would like be a picture of a really thin girl and mm-hmm. like fucking I remember seeing all kinds of that shit. They were pro anorexia. Because I remember that being a huge thing, anorexia and yeah. bulimia and it's just like it all these big. And I was like, I could maybe do that. The anorexia part, the bulimic part, I never thought I could. But I was like, that's really true. There is nothing that tastes as good as skinny feels. Like, I remember really identifying with that statement. <laughs> well, I mean, you're also the kid who, you know, what, when you were five and you thought you were pregnant because you had true. a large belly? Yes. Would you say that you're like a cognoscente when it comes to something like eating What's disorders? What does that mean? Cognoscente. People well-informed on a subject. An expert. Uh, no. I would say I know um, anorexia, bulimia, and overeating. I mean, I don't know. Sounds like a cognoscente to me. Okay. Yeah. Like, you could be a cognoscente of hip-hop, a.k.a. a rap queef like me. Okay. (laughs) I mean, I don't think there's much to know, you know? One is you don't eat. Another is you eat and you no, puke but, it up. No, but how, like, being almost like how to, if you are actively mm-hmm. anorexic, yeah. you get I know how to work this. Mm-hmm. All right. Jamal, throwing it to you. What do you got? Well, uh, you were, you know, you're talking about we got to put up a warning for uh, bulimia. Reminded me of something I was um, thinking about the other day, which was I was reading Miles, baby Miles, uh, bedtime story. And I was reading him Dr. Seuss. I was reading him uh, The Lorax and How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Jim Carrey and right. Danny DeVito, go ahead. And it was brought to my attention that that uh, Dr. Seuss, I don't know if it's nationwide or what, but is sort of banned. His books are banned in schools. Why? Because some images of cartoons he did in the 1930s or were, you know, that were ads, right? So this is like in the zeitgeist of the 1930s, right? That, you know, they're sort of racist. They're racist, like, depictions of, like... Have you read Sneetches on Beaches? It's a very anti-racist Dr. Seuss. Yeah, so I'm saying. So, like, there's that, and then there's, an you know, a lot of it, I think, was Asian-oriented, you know? Oh. Not to use the word orient like that, but... <laughs> I love working with old people and who still call them people from the Orient. <laughs> yeah. Orientals. Orientals. <laughs> Yeah. So anyways, so I, I was looking it up to read. I was like, you know, I've never seen the pictures. And I looked them up. I was looking at them. They are, you know, they're racist. I, you know, they would you, but they're, I mean, they're not awful. And this is other work he did aside from his books. Uh, totally aside. And I think even before he was an actual children's author, because yeah. afterwards, you know, he totally, because this is when he, he was in the war, you know, and, and so there's, you know, some racist things about, um, Japanese people and stuff and and but after that uh, you know he did a lot of work to and he did political cartoons that were combating racism and he did um, a horde and here's a who I didn't know this but is about um, it's sort of an allegory if you will for uh, the relationship with the American people and, and Japanese people mm. in that time uh, and how they how they how the 
how Americans treated Japanese Americans. How quiet Japanese and people are, yeah. I can't believe you guys yeah, have yeah. never <laughs> read Snitches on Beaches. It's like my favorite Dr. Seuss. It's literally about these... Snitches and bitches, yeah, about about the black community. No. It's, a, it's a great oh, book. Yeah. No, it's yeah, literally right, right, about right. these <laughs> snitches, which are th- things, whatever, animals and whatever. Some of them have stars yep. on their bellies, and some of them don't. No, I've, oh, yeah, I've, I've read, read the story. Read oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. yeah. Right. I didn't know it was called Snitches on Beaches. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe I thought it was not. just called The Sneeches. <laughs> I thought you were talking about like a sequel, like Horton hatches the egg. No, maybe it's not. No, The Sneeches is great. <laughs> maybe it's totally not. But as I'm reading this article and stuff, and there's a disclaimer, like you just, bef- you know, before you look at these racist cartoons, they are hard to look Super at. Super racist. Like yeah. Disclaimer and shit. And I'm like, okay. So then I look at it and it's, you know, it is a little racist. But then even later in the article, it, I mean- the fact that they're pulling it from the schools seems like a big injustice, I feel like. I feel like they should be teaching. Right. Like, this is a perfect example of someone who was indoctrinated by bad ideas that were in the American zeitgeist at the time and came out of it and combated it's it. never a good idea to withhold information. Yeah, it's book, right. we're book, book burning now? <laughs> yeah. What's going on? Right. right. This retroactive right. cancel is, is the worst type of canceling. Learning it's, history it's so is, is which I was not a fan of history in school or whatever. You know, it's not my favorite subject. But I do get the whole thing of, like, why it's important now. Right. Because you learn why people were wrong and why we're learning to be better. And so you don't repeat the same stupid right, shit. Right, right, right. And when you cut out this, like, path for redemption and stuff, like, and the fact that oh, because he did some racist shit, you know, whatever back then, and but but he came out of it. It doesn't matter. He was once a racist, always a racist. Gives zero hope to the idea that is curing racism. You know, right. like it, it. You know, it, it. If you make it seem like racism is a thing that you're born as or something, or if you are racist, like that is inherent to your being. Instead of looking at it as these are just bad ideas and they need to be, yeah. they can be changed and, and you can, can grow out of them. Yeah. Right. Like he was told some bad shit by people who are stupid and then he found out real shit. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It's like, what, what do you expect of somebody if they're, if all they know is racist shit. Right. And then it wasn't until they were exposed and educated to realize, oh fuck, I was wrong. Yeah. Like you have to let those people in. (laughs) I know. But that, but the vibe is to not like, that's why they are going back and, saying like no you're canceled forever like you said this bad thing and even if you were aware of the other thing and it just took you a while to come to that side that's also great also good yeah trending in the right direction look at the trend yeah exactly so stupid i don't even it's so dumb it doesn't make any sense it's counterproductive not only is it like stupid and whatever but it's it's like the opposite of what they should be doing yeah you're creating more people that will hate you if only thing it adds a layer of like a teachable moment with right. Dr. Seuss as opposed to him just being a friendly whatever. Like he has this history and came out of it on the other side. It's, it's a it's a success story. Right. Like at the end of The Grinch, his heart grew 10 times that day. Right. right. It was three times. It might be three. It's three times. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely How three. How do I know Christmas shit more than you? Um, yeah. Well, that's fucking nuts. But I'm glad that you brought up Dr. Seuss because we can talk about books. Or R-E-A-D. Yeah. R-E-A-D. The first book that I want to bring up. Go for it. That I read. Yes. I read four books. Okay. Okay. Then I got to bring up. Wow. 
The first one is Killers of the Flower Moon. Yeah. This was a this okay. was a, a Morgan purchase, and I was like, Jordan, mm. you should read this. And now I'm currently reading it. Yeah, Morgan has read it. Yeah, she just started. I'm going to read more oh. after this pod. This book is in the same vein as uh, In Cold Blood and Devil, Devil in a White, White City. City, I think is the most comparable, whereas it's like a real history of something that occurred that involves uh, murder and this actual slice of life in Oklahoma during this oil boom that happens on on the uh, Osage Indian reservation. reservation. So it gives you a lot of the history of that area and also dives deep into these the mysterious killings of these Indian people on this mm-hmm. land that happened over, over time. And this book is fucking yeah. excellent. I fucking yeah. love it. I heard it was a banger. Wow. It's, it's so good. And it's just like... Of just something that I just knew nothing about at all. Mm-hmm. And then learning about these Osage Indians who they fucking, it's so they're They were the richest people in yeah. the United States per capita yeah. at one point in time in Oklahoma. Because fucking white people came in <laughs> and they were like, mm-hmm. and they were living on flat lands and stuff. And mm-hmm. they're like, white people are like, get the fuck out of here. We want this land. We're just going to sell it. The government comes in like, we're just going to sell this to other people. Yeah. Like, you can fucking take a hike. Yeah. And they keep getting pushed because they li- they're living on land that's wanted by white people. So they're like, okay, fuck this. Let's go into the fucking mountains where no white person wants to live in like a rough area because we can live there. Yeah. And they're not going to want to come and push us out just so we can have some peace. Right. They move up there. Turns out huge fucking oil and is under this land. And they knew that there was oil yeah. there mm. though. And the, that fucking leader, they they crafted their fucking contract or whatever such that the minerals in that area would belong to the Osage people. Right, right. So that's what happens. Once yeah. the mineral once the oil is discovered, now white people do want that land as well. Surprise. But they write up the contract <laughs> that they get the they get the mineral tax. Yeah. So if they sell that land, any fucking oil that gets pulled out of that, there's a tax that goes to the Osage people. Yeah. And they're just the oil. fucking raking. So it. they get they're fucking insanely rich <laughs> like, they get so like the wow the oil boom, they have white people cleaning their homes yeah <laughs> that's how rich <laughs> they are. Nice. yeah yeah the oil boom that happens in oklahoma is bigger than the gold rush that happens in yeah. san francisco like it's a huge boom of all these wow. people and like little plots of land are selling for like 1.6 million dollars in the 1920s you know <laughs> it's like crazy Holy fuck they, these people become insanely rich and then all of a sudden they start getting murdered and because the government the white government at this time is so fucked up so fucked up they say okay you you guys have all this money but you're not really like smart enough yeah to spend your own money you need to have these uh Mm. guardians white people that basically are like you're fucking i don't think i've gotten this far like you're not 18 i'm not gonna give you your allowance yeah yeah they basically like give you like a fucking stipend of your own fucking money yeah they're not allowed to control their own money these other people have to control it for them dude i just read this part where like um you know because they lived off bison Mm -hmm. and like used all the bison and stuff and so the government incentivizes white people to kill as many bison as they can because uh, one dead bison is one dead Indian. Okay. So it gets so crazy. So it's like they get all this money and because they have this money and it gets in, it's called like their head right. 
So they get to, that's what they own personally, the mineral tax is their head right. And if they die, it goes to their children. And yeah, so, you can only get it by inheritance. Yeah, you can't fucking like sign it to someone else. It yeah. has to be through inheritance. And that's to protect fucking white people getting this. However, you can marry an Osage Indian. Now it's like you sort of have their money, you know, because <laughs> you're married to them. Yeah. So there's like, there's little workarounds. And especially since all these, it's white people getting, want their grubby hands on all this money. And they get in so... Uh-huh. A crazy thing starts happening where lots of Osage Indians, and I don't want to spoil anything, but lots of them start being killed. Mm -hmm. And nobody is invested. Like, the investigation is going nowhere. No one's being able to find it. And it's like, what the fuck, man? And so a side story about this is the creation of the FBI. (laughs) Yeah. Is because of well, that's this the case. tag. That's the ta- the tag title is uh, so it's Killers of the Flower Moon, story of the killings of the Osage Indians, Indians and, and the, the rise, and of, the the rise F- of the FBI, creation of the FBI. Or wow. So J Edgar Hoover, who starts the FBI or whatever, like at first it was called just the Bureau of Investigation. He he, but he wants to build it up and get it more prestige. So he sees this as a case that can be solved to give him himself like oh look like we need this in the country this this federal bureau yeah and so he sends this guy tom white to go fucking investigate and it's because of his investigation that things actually start Mm -hmm. coming together in this investigation and it's so fucking good the story is so fucking crazy it's gonna be a movie that's why i told you to read it soon it's going to be a movie Directed by Martin Scorsese, which I didn't know until oh, after yeah. I was done reading it. Starring Robert De Niro and Leonardo DiCaprio. Oh. Isn't he also going to do Devil in the White City? I don't know. Oh, interesting. I'm pretty sure it was Scorsese. There's a movie coming out for that, too. Well, he's got to work yeah, fast because he's, he's, he's getting Queen Elizabeth aged. So, <laughs> mm-hmm. No, this sounds great. Let me just say, this book, there's there's photos in the book. Yeah, black and white photos, it's crazy. Which is cool to see, like, things. But it's also cool just it breaks up the pages, <laughs> you know? I like reading, like, oh, like, yeah. not yeah. just long page after long page. It's like, no, it's like you get little yeah. short, short dope, pages, though. too. It's a picture book. So you get to see all these people that, he's, that they're talking about. I mean, this guy... He, I want to read his, his other book, uh, Lost City of Z, which is also made into a movie. I'm totally interested because this guy is like an investigative journalist. Yeah. Author. Fucking extraordinaire. This is a real lost city. David Graham. Is that his name? David Graham? I can't remember. <laughs> G-R-A-N-N. So what was this book called again? Killers of the Flower Moon. Okay. Cool, cool, cool. Read it before the Martin Scorsese movie. Yeah. So then after that, I read uh, Post Office by Charles Bukowski. Just one of those books that mm-hmm. I've heard about, and it's supposed to be like raunchy, you know. What is that? Like, Charles Bukowski's sort of style is he's like a fucking, you know, he's like a drunk that just fucking oh. fucks bitches and okay. talks trash, you know. <laughs> so, cool. So, yeah, yeah. So just, I want to get into Sounds this the debauchery of lame. this story, but it's supposed to be funny. Like it's a funny oh. comical thing. Okay. And it's an amusing story. I mean, he is funny. But it's like 1960s, yeah. 70s funny. Yeah. <laughs> so, so although it is like he does say funny shit or whatever, and he's like fucking people and like flower pots are falling on his back. And, oh. <laughs> like, but it's stuff like that, you know, it goes from bedroom to bedroom and he's fucking, he's a drunk. He works at the post office. All right. And uh, it's a short book. I'm going to not read that one, probably. Yeah, you don't have to. Killers of the Flower Moon is definitely better. <laughs> but yeah, Jamal, what have you read? I'll throw it to you before I finish. I uh, I read a book. I'm not sure how to pronounce it. I started pronouncing it uh, Piranesi. Uh, but then I looked up how to pronounce it, and it's Italian, and it's like Piranesi. But I just call it Piranesi. 
Okay. It's it's um start I'll start off by saying by the end I didn't I didn't love it. Um, but it kept me interested enough throughout that I, I powered through. Okay. But it's about this guy who he like lives in a fucking this enormous fucking house. Like it's it's the house is the world that he lives in. He doesn't even know how many fucking rooms there are. How did you hear about this book? Uh, I saw it. I, I think I saw it on Goodreads, and it got a really high score. And I was looking for something to read, and that is that is the story of that. And uh, yeah, so there's so many fucking rooms, and he. He has the whole place mapped out as far as he's ever traveled. He, he like he can envision, and it's just him there and this one other person that he just calls the other. And they meet twice a week, and they talk about. He tells them about the house and stuff. And there's like the lower levels of the house is all flooded. It's just it's just all ocean. You know, fucking drown the drowned halls is what he calls them. And then there's the mid halls, which is the land of of, of uh, men and birds, right? There's there's some dead bodies that he brings offerings of of food and water, and he respects the dead that live there. They're sort of his friends. And then there's the fucking sky, that are not uninhabitable halls are the higher levels and shit. But it's basically yeah, it's just this fucking weird fantasy fucking world that this guy lives in. And then uh, shit starts to happen where he starts to figure out because he doesn't really know why he, he just has always been there. And so then he starts to figure out how he how he got there and shit. Oh, that's kind of cool. So it does. So it's not good. I mean, it's not bad. It just doesn't end. You just don't like the ending. Yeah. Then I mean, I didn't hate it. I but... found that like uh, I really like a good ending, you know, like I like <laughs> sure, reading the book sure. that keeps me like a lot of the books I read this past couple weeks were like keeping me interested but it's like I was feeling a little lackey on on the, on some of the endings of the books I was reading. Uh huh. Yeah. It just yeah. just like like I've actually like looked like Reddit threads like what are some books with just some fucking yeah. hell yeah endings you know yeah even like a book that you're reading and you're like uh but the ending makes up for the whole thing mm-hmm. like I I really like that yeah you know yeah oh it's, I like it's that. definitely yeah. good <laughs> it's definitely cool when that happens yeah. but yeah. I just I just I can't imagine yeah. what happens with an author. Those authors who just like the process of writing. Right. And let me just see where the characters take it. Yeah. Which I, I don't hate. A lot of times, some of the best characters yeah. are written that way, you know. But I really, there is something to be said about a fucking stick in the ending, you know. Where it of feels course. like there yeah. was a plan. Yeah. You know. Yeah, and you invested all this time in the book, and yeah, yeah maybe We're just because there for a purpose. Yeah, maybe because that's just more common in the in the movie realm, which is where I come from. You know, yeah. it's where I was born and bred. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, mm-hmm. it's like, I really like if you would give me a cool ending, bro. <laughs> yeah. Even yeah. if it's like a fucking ending that's a little bit like ambiguous or whatever. Right. That's that's fine. It doesn't have to be like a big twist or anything. But like something that leaves you with something. Yeah, don't just end the book yeah. like where you think it was going to be headed the whole time. Don't mm-hmm. don't fucking give me that. Right. Don't don't give me like something that doesn't make any sense or if it just feels like it just had to be ended now mm-hmm. or something, you know? I don't know. Yeah. Okay. There's all sorts of endings yeah. out there, but I really like a great ending. Yeah. I want to say that uh, this, is a, this book was a, a milestone for me. I've read 10 books this year. There it is. Yeah. <laughs> I like that shit. Since July, I've read 10, 10 books. I'm on uh, 64. I'm trying to get to 70. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> not on, trying to one-up you. I'm, I'm just on trying 13. To give so. the status. <laughs> but I'm reading I'm Duolingo right now. Duo. <laughs> duo, duo oh, reading. what are you learning? 
No, I'm oh. I, I still I'm still reading it kind, <laughs> yeah. but I, I need to I need to get the moment going. Oh, yeah, what the fuck? So I started reading Killers with Flower Moon. <laughs> I told her to do that. I was like, stop reading because she's not like thinking it's funny yet. And kind of I'm like, fuck that. Stop reading it. I don't want you to read three pages of mankind <laughs> every ten days. Like fuck this. Yeah. Read something else. Right. Yeah. But yeah, then I I read uh, The Invention of Sound by uh, Chuck Palahniuk. Oh, yeah? How's that? I actually liked it. I really? thought it was good. I am a fan of Chuck's. Let me just say that. I mean, yeah, he's a weirdo. You're he's a, a super sound. weirdo, and it does follow the Chuck template. Yeah. Uh, mm. Here is a, a very damaged, fucked up people. Right. And here is really yeah. clever, interesting occupation scenario <laughs> yeah. like really yeah. like like out of the box yeah out of the box but also <laughs> just like original like here's an original concept sure and let me just throw these yeah. very troubled people at this really original concept and see <laughs> yeah. where it takes you yeah and That's this dope. this is no different this is it's not as good as rant but i mean i'd say it's like it's choke level good okay like it's a, and i really like choke so this fucking book i you, still can't believe how good rant was Rand's so good. Rand is great. I, I was looking back at my fucking books that I read, and I was just like, God damn. Uh, you, I was sleeping on that one for sure. Yeah. Rand's definitely my favorite Chuck. But this one, I mean, because I looked it up afterwards, and people were like, finally, like a Chuck. Apparently, he was like, he's been gone for a while. Yeah. But this style of book. Sleeping. Mm. Yeah. It's like it hasn't, like, I think, like, Rant, around Rant was, like, the last great book that he wrote. Mm-hmm. Like, of this irk, ilk. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, he's been doing a lot of like. Gra- apparently, he did like Fight Club two and three, which are like graphic novels that no one oh. liked, and then he did like some other like writing books, or he did some other things. He's big into talking about the writing process. Yeah, like he loves doing writing workshops, but people don't uh, let him attend anymore because his pieces <laughs> of writing are oh. are very um, controversial, yeah, triggering. <laughs> yeah, wow. and he's like he does not he truly does not comprehend like what people mean by that. Cause he's like, this is what we do. This is what we do. It's we explore. Like, ex- yeah. Exactly. Yeah. These it's are like, words. Like I'm like, not hurting anybody. It's like comedians yeah. being yeah. like, I'm triggered or whatever. It's like, no, yeah. I, I bring the crazy ideas and you guys kind of tell me where the, the lines are. Yeah. Is, I don't care if it's like making you feel uncomfortable. <laughs> Good. Yeah. It's not about that. <laughs> Like I, right. I want to know if it's bad. Like if it's just not interesting, interesting or entertaining. Fucking, yeah, or if it's hack. Like of course <laughs> you want to know that. But if if you're yeah. telling me that you're just like scared of it, or you feel like it's it's gonna make people uncomfortable, like I'm gonna lean into that. Yeah. Like that's what we're trying to do. Here. Yeah, yeah. Especially with like what he does. You're like trying to strike. Did. You're trying to strike a nerve. Yeah. So basically, this book is there's two main characters, and it hops between their like like it hops between them narrating their mm. own story. Yeah, I get you. Two first person narrative. Yeah. Whatever. And so one character is a guy who their daughter was kidnapped, and then now he's he scours scavenges um, child pornography websites, oh my trying God. to find her, like and and also memorizing like details of people because like like the people who commit are committing the crimes on those websites. The- Fuck, they dude. you don't you can't see their face or anything they, yeah but like sometimes you'll see like part of a tattoo on them mm-hmm. and so he like logs all these so in case he can find them in real life and just like that is dark beat them up or whatever he doesn't really go into detail what he's gonna do but he wants to fucking sure. out them you know whatever 
But everyone, like he goes to a support group. Chuck is a very big fan of support groups, different types of support groups. (laughs) It's a common theme that he does. His support group that he goes to are parents with dead children. Mm -hmm. And um, these people call him out because he hasn't fully let go that she's dead. But it's been like 17 years or something since since this incident happened. And he doesn't want to fully be like, she is dead, but most likely, like, there's no way that she's just been alive. Probably dead, but she's still, he still fucking surfs these webs trying to find her. Yeah. Because that's what he hears, like, it was what happened when people kidnap children, is mm-hmm. the, then you s- see them on these websites. So that's what he does. That's one st- story. The other story is a chick who her job is to do, like, the Foley arts for movies. This is where the title of the book comes in. She creates the sounds that you hear in movies and she's fed up Mm -hmm. like she's recognizes that like visual effects have gotten so good to where it's like lifelike and stuff but audio effects like people are still smashing watermelons and crumpling bags of chips to create these complex sounds and stuff you know waving sheets of metal to get the thunder or whatever like she it's still like in the caveman age she wants to take it up a notch with sound and so she when it comes to like people screaming when they're being stabbed in movies she is a serial killer who actually kills people and records their screams and stuff Get and then the sells them fuck. to to movie people. Get the them none, fuck not knowing that it's actual person being murdered and and so they use it because it's so authentic and she's the best at what she does. Like that's she's crazy. She's like, right. So everyone so that's the whole that's the setup of of the of the book. That's kind of cool. Of these two Jesus, and their their lives become intertwined, and it gets really crazy. Yeah, and it's interesting from start to finish. I will say it's not the the greatest ending. Chuck Noll doesn't really have like the best (laughs) ending. I think the movie Fight Club ends really cool. I'm not. I haven't read the book yet. I will. Um, it's not a terrible ending or anything, but it's a fun ride. It's it's an interesting ride from start to finish. That's intense. Yeah, but yeah, the last book I read, I wasn't. This was also a Morgan. Pick. This was a Morgan off the wall pick. Off the wall pick, knowing nothing about it. Yeah. Um. I decided. Oh yeah, I'll give it a shot. It's a fantasy book. It's called The Library at mm-hmm. Mount Char. Um. Written by Scott Hawkins. It's his first novel. He's a computer programmer. Yeah. By trade, which is I think the same origins. The of Martian. The Martians author. Andy Weir. It makes me feel like I could write a book. You know, I, I'm, <laughs> I'm a software engineer. Mm-hmm. So yeah. He. It's a fantasy book, but it's it's insanely unique in that there's nothing else like this book that exists. and I've read every book you know yeah <laughs> right. no that's what I heard though is that it's very original yeah so it's like it is a fantasy book but it isn't it doesn't take itself too seriously like other fan like Game of Thrones or whatever it's not like oh like is the setting and, and like <laughs> the people describe the, yeah. the robes and the like like no it's like it's like dark humor like things are funny, and he actually he actually plays with like people taking things seriously. Yeah, things are named weird. Things like people speak weird languages in the book. Mm-hmm. There's definitely very magical things that ha- are happening, but no one is ever like it doesn't feel yeah. douchey. Yeah, like fantasy douchey That's like that. Good. So if you're like averse to that, like tree people and wizards and yeah. elves, like there's not like none of that shit is in here. It's it's a completely original from like basically like there's this. They're not really a cult, but there's these children who all their parents die, and then this guy comes along and adopts all 12 of them. And then he he turns out to be a very fucking well-read sort of supernatural dude that they all call Father, mm-hmm. who has this library 
of all these books that he's written. Mm-hmm. And he's been living for like 60,000 years or something because he has 12 catalogs. And each catalog is like its own fucking theme. And he assigns each child to study up on each catalog. And they're not allowed to cross-learn. Okay. He knows all of it. He's yeah. the all-powerful. But only each child gets to like learn their, their catalog. So like the first catalog is medicine. So one of the children is like a fucking becomes a pro at medicine to the point of like supernatural ability. So she can heal the dead. She can bring dead people back to life and stuff. And then there's 11 others. There's one that's all uh, the the main characters catalog is languages. She just learns languages and shit. But it basically is like the father, like the setup is like the father is missing and they're, they're trying to find him. Like the children, like now the children are grown yeah. Like, so it flashes back to like the creation of, of the, this group or whatever throughout the book. But it sort of kicks off with the children being grown, trying to find this father. And the villain sort of in the book is David, who is the child who is assigned the, cat, the catalog of war. Oh. And he's a fucking dick. And he yeah. kills people all the time because they can just be brought back to life. <laughs> and he fucking, like everyone's scared of him because like if they say the wrong thing, he'll just beat the shit out of them. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, like no one can like defeat him. Like, yeah, best him because yeah. he knows all the tricks of battling and shit so it's like he's just a fucking Mm. douche yeah what is this book called it's called the library at mount char and it takes place in america like this library is sort of like in its own dimension that's sort of outside but when they leave they can go into america and so there are characters in this book that have nothing to do with the library and they're like what the fuck like uh, the main character carolyn she is like in like a game of chess moving these actual americans yeah. in a way trying to like put a plan in place but like by manipulating like sure. this dude named steve who he she gets to like rob a house for her and all this stuff mm. and so you get to like it's not just like fantasy talk and all this stuff it's like these there's these american yeah. people who are like who talk like regular yeah. like they're like what the fuck <laughs> you know they say motherfucker yeah. and all this stuff <laughs> So it's like it adds uh, has a bit of humor. The F word is funny. I enjoyed it. I thought it was I thought it was good. Um, it was definitely kept me interested from start to finish. The ending didn't blow me away, but yeah. <laughs> it wasn't terrible. Uh-huh. Uh, but I recommend it. I think it's I think it's good. I'll fucking read it. That's all I gotta say about that. Dope. I like this collection nice. that you've read. I do too. Yeah. Six more to go. Um, that's all I have. What do you got, Jamal? Um, I've come to the conclusion that I don't like anthems. Oh, yeah? Give me an example. I don't like them. I don't like any pop anthems, okay? I don't like the Star Spangled Banner. What about the Stray Dogs anthem? Stray Dogs is good, but other than that, I'm over it, okay? Just national anthems, or like, what's another example (laughs) of of an anthem? This is my fight song, take back my life Ballad, like a ballady. That's not a ballad. That's an anthem. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking ballad is like, and the way she moves me. That's like a ballad. Okay. What's the difference? Why is it? Why? What is the line that crosses it into ballad territory? A, a man, an anthem is more like that. You know, you bust out the timpani or something. And a ballad is is more like uh, it doesn't have to be a loved ballad, I guess. But a ballad, I feel like, is a little. Um, Maybe not as, um, I feel like an anthem is supposed to like rev you up, you know? It's supposed to be like, and I mean, as far as pop anthem, a pop Like pop Party anthem. in the USA? Party in the USA, uh, probably, yeah. Let me make a distinction. 
Let me see if this okay. is uh, accurate. You tell me. Okay. An anthem okay. is letting you know to fucking rise up and agree with me. Whereas a ballad mm-hmm. is saying, here is what my heart wants to spill to you. <laughs> Agree with sure, it or not, sure. I'm pouring my heart out. The, I, the, yeah, I'm a bleeding heart, and this is this is what it is. Whereas an anthem is more like, get on board the anthem train. Yeah, let's it, let it let it unite us. Like well, you gotta fight for your right to party. Beastie Boys anthem, right? Yeah, you don't like yeah. that. Uh, I mean, it's not. I mean, not particularly. No. I, I don't really like that song. What about Top Back? Is that an anthem? <laughs> I like that my might be an anthem. No, I don't think it is. It is. He's telling you what he likes, and it's like, I want to get on board with what you're liking. It's no, an but anthem. he's not it's like telling a, hey, guess, you what to like. I don't really like that song either. You don't like Top Back? What? Yeah, I mean, I don't get I, I mean, it's not really my thing. Who's going to be the third member of Reed Fellows now? we got a Jamal's done. <laughs> he's oh, out. boy. I like my beats <laughs> down low, down low. Down. What about Go Baby? Lupe Fiasco. That's an anthem. Oh my god, I love Go Baby. I love that. Yeah, but that's not a pop anthem. How is it not a pop anthem? It's not popular as like not on the Where radio, but it is a it is sort of pop. It's not popular, and he's not a, a pop rapper. So but it doesn't matter. The, this anthem. song is poppy. She gotta pay me back. <laughs> like it's like it's a total. Where pop my rip. ladies at? I say where my ladies at? I mean, it's definitely not my favorite Lupe song. Oh God, if that's what you're getting at. Of course not. Go oh, baby, it's one of my favorite running songs. Go, 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 but baby, anthems go, go, are great go, for running. Go, this is my fight song. Take back or uh, I'm the man. I'm the man. Oh, man. oh that's awesome. Yes, I am, yes, yeah, I am, most. Am. Okay, that song. I'm not that's saying the worst. Most fucking. Imagine Dragon songs. I hate our anthems. They're Awful. mostly anthems. I hate Imagine Dragon. Like, yep. I'm and the saying, like, oh. I can't Is believe that song? people. It actually blew up because I understand the appeal of pop songs, right? I've been Ariana Grandeing my dick off lately, and uh, mm-hmm. I truly am baffled by the appeal of Imagine Dragons. Like, I don't. When people thought they were popular, I was just like, what? <laughs> I don't understand. I've never baffled I by what people do people, not people like all sorts it. of dumb shit. <laughs> yeah, it's never. I'm not gonna fucking rack my brain to figure out. It's like what the? Why fuck do they do? like it? It is do. <laughs> it is puzzling, but oh for sure. I'm not gonna lose. I'm not gonna lose sleep. I'm not gonna yell in my dreams about it. It's just very <laughs> upsetting to me. I just I dislike yeah. it so much that I. I don't want anyone to like it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, it is. it would be for the betterment of society, for sure, if they just went away and all their music. We just burn it. We have a, a right. CD burning. Exactly. Stream burning. I like Top Back. I love Top Back. Radioactive. I wasn't swept up in it at the time. You know, I feel like part of it is the time and place. And I like my beats now. I mean, I don't, again, I don't hate it. it. It would be on the, you know, it would be in the upper echelon of, of anthems on my list. How do you feel about but anthems uh, created by like Stray Mumford Dogs and Sons? Way above it. Sons. Like, they're the exception. 
What's that Florida Georgia yeah. line song? I feel like that's an anthem. That anthem? They definitely have anthems. Florida Georgia? Florida Georgia line is a country is a country pop. Was oh, that the guy who did the one with Nelly? Yes. I could have told you that, I yeah. guess. That was the, that's a ride with me. Fucking <laughs> crew, just crew. And yeah, crew. and crew. <laughs> that, <one, yeah. laughs> that song is the worst. <laughs> I want to drive. How's it go? I can't remember. Hold on. Don't fucking play. We're done here. All right, everybody. Thanks for listening so much. This is Reed, fellas. Email us, readfellas at gmail.com. Give us a fucking review on iTunes (laughs) if you want. Uh, uh, Yeah, thanks for listening. Episode 109. Uh, The closing clip is going to be nice, wholesome for Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. A discussion that we had, episode 50, about uh, Winnie the Pooh characters, and we were doing our own impersonations of, of all the different Winnie nice. the Pooh characters. So it's just a little fun fun for the kids' uh, uh, ender right here. So uh, go ahead and quit talking. Put butter on that shit. Bye. Stay hydrated. Oh, Baba. Oh. Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> Oh, oh dear. Oh bother. What is up? This is sometime down. But what is around? I love honey. He <laughs> <laughs> always says dumb shit like Ooh, that. Says, <laughs> honey too. <laughs> if something is little, is it not small? <laughs> says, Put some fucking pants on, Winnie. Yeah, he says dumb shit like that all Winnie the time. Poo. Oh bother. He just wants to put his <laughs> paw on his forehead. Think, think, think. <laughs> and We'll be friends too. <laughs> Just, I got, I'll, I'll nail that. Anyways, dumb fucking bear. He's an idiot. Christopher um, Robin. There's some song they sing. Forever's a mighty long time. For yeah, forever and ever is a really long time. Poop. Uh. <laughs> but forever's not long when your life is short. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, Pooh. If you die young. (laughs) Isn't there a theory that Christopher Robin is dead? Probably. There's always theories like that. (laughs) It's a dope-ass theory, man. What if he is dead? What if if that's what it is? (laughs) What it is? What if he's just on acid and really... (laughs) Woody the Pooh is actually just his ball sack. (laughs) Piglet represents his fear. What about Rabbit? No one cares about Rabbit. He's a dick. Oh, yeah, no one cares. But what if Rabbit Rabbit is is a sociopath, man? Rabbit is actually... He's plotting to kill everyone, man. He's a personification of all the hatred in the world. Why can't more moms be like Kanga? (laughs) Oh, mother.